0: hello hello and welcome to dog book club i am your host alexander shelley also known as BB by many and here on dog year the mission is to connect you all to books thought leaders and avid readers if you are new here i am so excited that you have found me get ready to join all the bookish love and goodness And if you are a regular listener, thank you so, so much for your support. You have no idea how much it means to me. It really makes my heart just burst with so much joy. So if you haven't listened to my episode with Krista Williams yet, this episode will be slightly similar in the format. I have another podcast called Embody Your Soul, which is my podcast branching off my psychic mediumship work. And when I started working with Krista and this next guest, I only had dog book club. And when I finally got the chance to chat with Krista and this next guest, I had two podcasts. So I'm low key just taking advantage of that and marrying the two topics because these topics are just not only so phenomenal on their own, but they actually work perfectly together. So, Now that you're all caught up, make sure to give Dog-Eared Book Club a follow and a listen and especially a review. It means the world to me. And if you also haven't already, make sure to follow me on Instagram at dogeared.bookclub. And if you have not listened to Embody Your Soul yet, definitely make sure to follow the podcast wherever you like to listen and leave a review. And if you haven't already, make sure to check out Embody Your Soul on Instagram at embodyyoursoul underscore. So this guest is none other than Lindsay Simkick. She is the co-host and sidekick of Krista Williams to the Almost 30 podcast. And this podcast is one of my regulars, one of my favorites. I absolutely adore these women. And how I connected with Lindsay was, again, same with Krista. I was a part of their amazing podcast intensive called Your Podcast Pro, which was a nine-week intensive where they brought 25 other podcast creators together and they helped us rebrand, launch, vamp, vamp, revamp our podcast and really just everything in between at whatever stage we were at and it was so special and easily one of the best investments I've ever made to my business and for my personal life because I actually made some sisters, lifelong friends So anyways, Lindsay is not only the co-host of the Almost 30 podcast, she's also the co-founder, co-creator of the Almost 30 membership, which is a monthly two-a-year membership that really builds and nourishes this secret container of kindred spirits where there are bonus episodes, keynote speakers, guest healers, and just so much more. It's really such a beautiful opportunity to get to know people from all over the world. Lindsay is also the creator of her newest program, The Sacredness of Being Single, which is a beautiful, intimate container for kindred spirits who are seeking more fulfillment, more acceptance, love, confidence, and grace in their period of being single. And it is so powerful. I've heard nothing but amazing things. So if you are feeling called to this, if this really resonates with you, I highly recommend to check it out so in this episode we again do a little hodgepodge of both dog-eared book club talking about books but also talking about some spiritual lovely mental health goodness We begin with talking about the really important books in Lindsay's life. We talk about some of her favorite books and how they've really impacted her work and her relationships. We then get into the beautiful, juicy topic of friendship, how friendships evolve in our 20s and 30s, how to show up as a friend to yourself, and that also means moving through really difficult emotions as an empath, as a highly sensitive human being. We get into Protecting your energy, and how to really view protecting your energy as a good thing and not as a bad thing. We get into being very primal with your people, with your time, with your energy, which I really love this topic. And this conversation is just filled with so many beautiful wisdom bombs, so much love, I just had the most fun with Lindsay. And I left this conversation honestly feeling so glittery and sunshiny. I Just had so much warmth in my body after talking with her. She is such an absolutely beautiful soul in such a bright light. I have looked up to her from a distance for quite some time and now that I have had the absolute honor to get to know her through her program, but also through this conversation, I just admire her so much as a woman, as a business owner, as a spiritual being, as a leader. And just as a human being, how how she shows up in the world. I just adore her and I cannot wait for you guys to listen to this conversation and get to know her. So if you would like to connect with Lindsay, make sure to give her a follow on Instagram at Lindsay Simkick, and give her and Krista's podcast a follow at almost30podcast. And if you are feeling extra curious, definitely make sure to check out their monthly yearly almost 30 membership it is just amazing and of course I will say this again make sure to give embody your soul and dog your book club a follow a listen and definitely leave a review it really really means the world to me and it does so much for my work and how I show up and how I can continue to show up for you guys all right let's just get right into the episode you guys also thank God we both have the post shower hair because I was like, oh my god. Oh yeah,
1: honey. Oh. I, I I do my showers right before I begin my work day and it's like it's the best.
0: <laughs> you no, know, I have like my morning routine. I was in the shower, I'm like, I'm getting a little worried. My morning routines are slowly, slowly getting like longer. Oh my god, I need to do something like who gave me the right to have like a three hour
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: milk it baby. <laughs> milk
0: it. I know literally for the time I have but anyways, thank you so much. Lindsay. I'm so excited. And Honestly. I'm excited too, because we haven't really gotten like one on one time. But also like you're a silly goose. I'm a silly goose like this will just be so great. I'm so excited. Thank you so much.
1: Oh my gosh. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to just get freaking silly and deep and yeah, I'm so proud of you. I'm excited to be here.
0: Thank you. Oh my gosh. So I will start off with some yummy, delicious book questions and we can kind of weave that into a topic we really want to talk about today is like friendship. Mm -hmm. It's so relevant on both of our hearts and probably honestly what's been going on with evolvement and stepping into your own. And I feel like that's really been happening for me. And I feel like that's been something you and Krista have been talking about a lot too. So anyways, so what book are you reading right now, if you're reading one? And how did you find it? How did you come across it?
1: Yeah, so my whole thing with reading is that (laughs) I am constantly reading many books at one time maybe that'll change at some point in my life where like I will sit down with one book finish it and then go on to the next but I literally have about 40 books at my bedside I have like little stacks I've made a little gorgeous art sculpture of my books and uh, yeah I just love the presence of books I know you can relate I love being near them I love being able to pick one up Um, intuitively and just open to a page and ask for a message and just, yeah, it's a beautiful ritual that I've been doing for a few years now. And my fiance also loves books. So we have like, we have a bookshelf, we have all these things. So it's, it's just really good company. So right now I'm reading just high level. Maybe I'll mention the top three that I'm reading. So the Book of the of Soul, the Book of Soul Mm. by Mark Nepo. It's 52 Paths to Living What Matters. And the idea of this book is that you read one chapter a week and you kind of chew and contemplate the chapter for a week. So you have kind of like a year's worth of material. And it's just a really powerful guide. It's Mark Nepo's work is his writing is just some of the most beautiful expressions I've ever read in my life. But he really speaks to the, you know, we're born as babies, like we're physically born into this life, but then we also must be spiritually born a second time and um this process takes a lifetime, you know, and So he speaks to being fully realized as beings, uh, not only just a human being, but a spiritual being. And it's just really, really, really beautiful. Uh, I am also reading Wired for Love. This is by Harville. Wait, am I going to get that right? Wired for Love. Let me just check. I'm getting it confused because I have a Harville Hendrix book by my side, but it's actually by (laughs) Stan Tapkin. And this is basically about how when you understand your partner's brain and attachment style, you can help to diffuse conflict and build a really secure relationship. Uh, I, I love to be reading on relationships now that I'm, you know, engaged and in, in a relationship. It's just really important to me that I'm always, yeah, just deepening my understanding of being in relationships since I was single for so long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I am also coming back to Bringers of the Dawn by Barbara Marciniak. So I'll pick that up a few times a week. And I've already read it, but I like to go back because you always find something new. And this is a channeled mm. book, a channeled piece. She is channeling the Pleiadians. And I just, I could not put it down when I first read it. It's like a book of feeling, it's like a homecoming. It's like coming home to yourself and expressed in a way that I've never heard before and it's it's beautiful it's reassuring it's compassionate it's it feels like you're really being seen by these Mm. beings and I really I really love that one so those are my top three right now
0: wow those are gorgeous I can't wait to find those oh Mm -hmm. my gosh how amazing and how did you get into these kinds of texts because also we can like get into this one but it was so funny I don't know if you felt like god literally tuesday monday last week absolute shit show i was off center and then literally i go to like apple podcast that it's your episode when you're feeling off center and i'm like oh my god <laughs> and i loved how you walked us through osho's text it was so nice. Well, again, like I just am such a book lover and I haven't really heard a podcast like that where you're going through a book with a friend. Mm-hmm. But it was, I mean, it just was so called to me. It was so great. I think I, I think I've always mentioned you. I listened to it in the bathtub. I was just
1: like, oh, I know. God. I just love just
0: it. <laughs> I just need to chill out. <laughs> but, yeah, anyways, that was like question commentary. But yeah, how did you get into these texts?
1: Yeah, it's so it's so fun. I really listen to my intuition. If I see someone reading something like on Instagram and it's calling to me, where I'm like, "Oh yes," and they like link it or something, I will just go ahead and buy it. I don't, I don't hesitate when it comes to buying books. Hence my collection of just like getting them, um, and some I haven't read yet, and they've been sitting there for like over a year. But I know that they will present themselves at the right time. But the, and I heard this the other day, I think Ramit Sethi said it and I'll paraphrase, but it's like, don't hesitate to buy a book if you're called to buy a book, because if you learn one thing that really sticks with you and is impactful to you, it will be worth it. So I just love, I just love that idea. And so I I don't hesitate. Right now, those books call to me, I'm channeling through music. So I really am interested in just the, like the speak of our souls, of our journey back home to ourselves, of these channeled, other channeled pieces that inspires me. Uh, And then of course, you know, just on the relationship end, you know, when we talk about friendships today, I think. You know that too. We're human beings. We're meant to be in relationship, and so if I can make studying a relationship fun and interesting, and do so through books, you know that's that's kind of where I'm called lately.
0: Mm, I love that so much. And uh, how do you find a friend in a book? Like, what kind of friend does a book feel like to you? And I know that can mean so many definitions, but I'd love to hear yours.
1: Yeah. I think that's a great question. Uh, I really you know my my knowing comes from my felt sense of like the way it makes me feel mm-hmm. emotionally and I just love I love feeling held by a book, comforted. I love being challenged by books. so it's it's kind of like my ideal friendship where I want to be seen, heard, I want to ha- feel, a neutrality of sorts, where there's not this, you know, campaign of like, you must believe this and this is right. It's more so offering of information or of ideas. I like to be challenged. I like, I like to be surprised. I like to, you know, read about things that I've never thought about before never heard before and just kind of take it and contemplate it myself and to see whether it's true for me. And lately, you know, reading Mark Nepo, I'm just reminded of, like, the ability for a book to transport you. And I think, like, fr- you know, a good friend can really take you out of your own loop thoughts and just ideas of what's going on and really transport you to the truth. And I think he does that so beautifully through his particular style of writing and so I've just loved books like that where I'm like wow this is art this is truly art
0: oh my goodness I know it's so interesting how books are such a quiet oh my gosh I mean there's so much I could say like there's such like a quiet act of like solitude of like focus and just you know being alone you know some people you know, need complete silence Some people can be at a cafe and read it. But then I love how like it expands you and deepens your connection to like the outside world and to yes. your peers. It's just so fascinating to me.
1: I completely agree. Yeah. I completely agree. So magical
0: yes so also i would love to hear your inspiration on how you conducted your recent solo episode with the book and then walking us through because i just well that's a really great inspiration for me when it came to like dog yard like i don't know and i just i loved it it just felt like i was sitting there with you at like a slumber party a spiritual slumber party
1: (laughs) Thank you. That means that means a lot. So basically, I've just been inspired to bring in text that I'm reading into my solos. And mm. uh, for me, it's about pulling particular concepts, quotes, uh, and just contemplations within the book to these more conversational solo episodes and experiential. So my most recent solo episode was on holding your center, and I, I, in tandem, was reading Tantra by Osho. And I just found it to be so beautiful to not only understand like what Tantra really means, because if I say Tantra, people might be like, okay, yeah, like sex, right? And, you know, sure, I, I suppose that does have there is a connection there to sex, to to mindful, present sex. But really, Tantra is this beautiful presence, this like offering of enlightenment right here and right now. There's no time, there's no postponement. And really, it's about rest and noticing the restlessness in a moment, which I think we all have. And, and if you'll notice when you're restless and your mind is wandering, you're worried about the past, the future, and you are just caught up in the melodrama of your mind, you'll notice it creates like this, and he describes it in the book, this like smoke around you. And you can't really see clearly and you can't really feel clearly. And so Tantra is just that practice of being right here right now it doesn't mean it's going to be peaceful necessarily but it means being right here right now with what is mm. and so in this episode i talk about that idea of constantly seeking outside of ourselves if we are searching you know for the answer if we're searching for the person if you're trying to get to somewhere you want to be because you're not there yet Osho says that like nothing is needed on your part. The divine has given all that can be given to you. You're just, you're not sent as like a beggar trying to find all that you need. Really, you are born as an emperor, he says. So it's just a really beautiful shift in perspective. And so I just wanted to bring about this idea that like we have all that we need. And so our centers are somewhere within us. We can cultivate a relationship with our center in many different ways, which I explain in the episode. And we can get to know like the signature of our center so that it never feels so foreign. And when we are off our center, we can immediately know, ah, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite off my center. No judgment, but let's walk back because we know how to walk back. We know what it feels like to come back we know the way back, we know what it feels like when we get there. Um, so yeah, it was a very like simple concept, but one that I feel like we could all use practice in.
0: Mm, I love that so much. I know it's interesting because that was the first I feel it's probably just become like such a commercial thing. Like when it's tantric sex is so sacred, but I was like, Oh, tantra just means like energy or something so much more sacred it just doesn't have the like that's what it actually is so i was like oh but Mm -hmm. i i love that so much that is so wonderful and i feel like this is a perfect segue into diving into friendship and how osho describes i love that too because we are emperors and empresses like we are Mm -hmm. so divine and this word of needing I remember something something I realized my my toxic trait is I can get very deep and dark when I'm in just like a really dark place and I self impose this isolation like no one understands me and it was actually funny because I don't know too much about astrology but I'm really excited to learn more and I recently interviewed someone for the for the embody your soul podcast who's an astrologer and she was like, oh, well, your sun's in Pisces, your ascendant is Scorpio. That makes a lot of sense because Scorpio gets dark and deep and, you know, Pisces about oscillation. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, wow. I I so it's wow. really so interesting. Right. And, and anyways, what, what I did was it, why, what I, it's all, I guess it's kind of like two, two topics, two questions into one, but I am really empowered to just show up on Instagram just with actually being real. And it's so easy to show up just, I don't know, like daisies and butterflies. And I also have cultivated such a beautiful community of women, especially on Bookstagram. It's it's like this beautiful little niche community. And there was a day where I just was really self-expressive because they've inspired me to be really self-expressive. Like they post these long captions about their failures, their successes, their inner thoughts, their emotions, their loves, and I've actually found dear, dear friends in mm. these women. And so, anyways, I posted something about like I miss, I miss like writing letters to friends. I miss these like really loving little acts of checking in. I miss checking in, and you know, I I, I feel lonely, and I didn't mean to put it personally on my friends. And a couple of my girlfriends, like, dear friends, were like, BB, what the fuck? Like, we check in. What are you talking about? We all have lives. And it was such – it was kind of a really good wake-up call for me to be like, okay, what was I – doing in this moment, like I do, I want to continue being super honest, and showing up with so much integrity on these platforms. But also, you know, evaluating, okay, I need to figure out like, what i need first before i reach for needs i think there was a I know there was a part of me that was absolutely being like you know acting on integrity and like being real and people were like oh my gosh like i like i feel you i get you but then it was interesting of like my close close friends that like god and spirit were showing me like bb you are so loved that when you say you're not loved people are offended <laughs> It was kind of uh-huh. funny and it was like kind of a funny little wake-up call I am so loved and when I am in this dark deep moment of you know oh no one understands me it's like that's just silly that's just totally me so I guess kind of all of that explaining these friendships and like where to kind of understand what you need before you need them or you need their support and because this world is so ever-changing I mean god we get so busy and being an adult we have serious relationships we have commitments we have parents and siblings and dinners and yeah so I would love to hear your take on this
1: Yeah. I think that's just a really beautiful example. You know, what I've realized in my adulthood, especially in my thirties now is that friendships, any relationship takes a lot of work. You know, it takes, it takes thoughtfulness. It takes effort. It takes awareness. It takes keeping your side of the street Very much uh, yours and in order, whatever that means to you. Um, It's easy to blame others for how you're feeling. It's easy to just blame others in general. I think we see that all the time, like in the media and things like that. But I think when it comes to friendship, like I've really had to step up and into the friendships that really mean a lot to me. And on the other side of that, I've had to literally end or energetically end some friendships in the last 6 months. And it's been important that I have that discernment because at the end of the day or end of this life here on earth, that's the highest good of all. If my if my heart, if my soul is telling me yeah, actually like this was just a season with a person and it no longer serves you and making a conscious choice to end that relationship with love and compassion. It's actually the highest good of all involved, even though it might be hard for the other person to take or understand or what have you. Um, So as far as like tending to my own needs and not depending on friendships for certain things, um, this work happens a lot in therapy where I am working through my own misdirected needs. Sometimes I'm wondering why someone important to me doesn't anticipate my needs or doesn't understand my needs. And that's kind of the tricky thing about needs is that we must between us and our souls like know deeply that it is important that the need has no shame there's requires no shame or judgment Mm. and that we're allowed to follow it and we're allowed to provide it for ourselves and not need another to satisfy it does that mean another can't satisfy it no But if we are projecting this need onto someone else because we are afraid to give it to ourselves, that intention makes it a little bit murky and unclear. And so it comes back to intention. What's the intention in asking for blank from a friend? or from a loved one. Mm -hmm. And if you can say in your heart, like, yes, that intention is true and grounded and, and based in love and not fear, then great. I'm Mm -hmm. sure it will turn out very well, but we got to check the intention. If the intention is based in a fear-based emotion, you know, it's going to be a little bit of a longer, more complicated walk.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, what has been like the greatest or some of the greatest lessons that your friendships have taught you?
1: Oh, yeah, so many. Uh, I think first is that it's important for me to allow others to show up for me, Mm -hmm. to love on me, to support me, to help, to provide resources, to provide Uh, positive reinforcement. I am pretty independent. Sometimes it overwhelms me to involve too many people in things that I'm doing. Mm. Uh, But I've learned that my real close friends want to be a part of what I'm creating and in a way that is really pure and beautiful. And so I've had to make a concerted effort to practice sharing with my dear friends things that I'm doing, working on, or planning to do, and how they can how they can support me. I think that's really important to allow in a relationship because if you are just always going to be the one that listens to your friend when she vents or, you know, when he has an issue to work through, it's like that is imbalanced. You're a great friend, sure, and I'm sure they appreciate it, but If there's not this equal vulnerability, it will eventually catch up to you and there will need to be a recalibration of the relationship.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So um, I've learned that. I've learned that it's important to have, for me, support outside of these friendships. So that comes in the form of a therapist Mm. where I can talk to someone who is neutral, who doesn't know these people. Uh, And really get clear on how I'm feeling, what I need, and also get clear on some language that I can use in these conversations, some questions I can ask. How can I get more curious rather than more defensive? Because if if you have a shared language with your friendships, I think that's a really big one uh, where if I say to Krista, for example, you know, uh, I feel like I'm projecting my fear onto this situation, which is making me f- see you in this light, right? She knows exactly what I'm talking about. She mm-hmm. she understands that I have something that I have fear around that's probably rooted in my childhood or whatnot. And I am bringing it to the present moment and projecting it onto her. Mm-hmm. But to have a shared language, this like this emotionally mature language, I feel like helps you to navigate those hard times and friendships. Mm -hmm. Um, So whether it's therapy or reading books on relationships or self-development, you're able to have this like shared language. I would highly recommend, you know, within your group of friends or maybe with your partner having like a little book club where you read a particular book that perhaps could support you in having these conversations. And then like your weekly meetings about the book could be about practicing that.
0: Mm. I love that. I know. I really, I need to, like, get my shit together because I would actually, like, love a book club. Like, it would be so, so cute. Ugh. So You would be a
1: great leader of a book club.
0: I think I would, too. I think what happened was – yeah, I tried a couple of years ago. It just, like, didn't work. But also, I don't know. It was, like, during the pandemic, I just, like, was all over the place mentally. So I think now that I, like, have a better – idea. I don't even know. And that but that's what's really hard too is part of the reason why I love Dogeard is because I like to read what I like to read. <laughs> I don't like telling I don't like people telling me what to read. Totally.
1: So like, I actually, I actually feel that deeply.
0: Yeah, because for instance one of my really good friends is a part of this book club with all these like really sweet girls and they're reading a book by an author I'm kind of iffy about, and I'm just, I don't think she's that good, <laughs> but it's hard. So that's kind of like my internal battle that it's, cause I don't even think people would even care that much. It's like yeah. I'm making myself care so much. And what I found really interesting too, with that past example I gave, what I also realized is because as a light worker i feel so much and not it's like cuz i don't want this to come off pompous but it, i feel the weight of the collective so much without mm-hmm. even noticing it until sometimes i'm like oh shit i'm anxious because of xyz or because another person that i walked by even though it sounds so ridiculous but it's true Uh, And then I'm serving others and I'm there for others. Like it's a whole like mind-body experience. And then sometimes it's like, oh, maybe I'm expecting others to give me what I'm giving to the world kind of thing. But it doesn't work that way. Yeah. (laughs) Really interesting because, yeah, I realized that, that last week, I'm like, I think just because consciously but also even subconsciously I'm giving so much and it's like wow I wish I had someone ask me how I'm doing or whatever give me this support but it's interesting so I guess because I know you're you're also definitely a deep feeler and Mm -hmm. you can relate to me on some sense so yeah I'd love your take on that
1: yeah I definitely feel very deeply Um, and I think you know it's it's a gift to be that connected to our feeling center. And I believe that like our feeling center is our connection to God, to our soul. So it's, it's definitely not a a bad thing. However, I've had to create personal containers for this deep feeling, because sometimes if I didn't create these intentional times and spaces for myself to feel deeply and express, then it would seep out in ways that felt uh, out of integrity and a little bit leaky. And uh, yeah, it just didn't feel good. So that could look like having a regular meditation practice where you bring in, you know, to your heart space, a feeling that you feel like you've been kind of holding back on or or holding, you know, for the past week or so and going into meditation and just having a conversation with this feeling and allowing yourself to feel it, letting the tears roll, letting yourself laugh, letting yourself, you know, be a little bit angry and then asking like, what is, what is the root of this? You know, what is this here to show me? And uh, you know, how can I follow this guidance more closely Another way to do that is to move your body. You know, sometimes you don't need to know what the feeling is from you. You just need to express and ecstatic movement is a great way to do that. So putting on just like a really high energy playlist where you can move your body in a way that's very organic and almost like primal and releasing with sound and, uh, you know, obviously having enough space to do so and Mm -hmm. do so safely. But that could be really, really helpful because you know, we're, we're people that are so many people are working, you know, in a chair all day and we don't move our bodies. We feel a lot of things, but we're not expressing it. We're holding it in, we're covering it up. And it's like, can we use our bodies, you know, to express at least the energy of it. And then thirdly, you know, I, again, I'll say it probably five more times, but therapy. Think it's an incredible way to bring awareness to feelings without judgment, to be seen, to be heard, to be able to process, to be able to contemplate with someone in real time and be guided and shown alternative perspectives that you wouldn't normally bring into your awareness. And, it, you know, if therapy is not an option, maybe it's a trusted friend who you feel can be neutral and who can listen really well and offer grounded. Advice or perspective, but yeah, that's that's kind of how I create these containers as a really intense feeler. And last thing I'll say is also having energetic hygiene practices. So I use showers at the beginning and end of my day to just really clear any cords, any just residue from the day, um, and even from like my sleeping because sometimes you can have like a dream or like travel off to like wherever and it's a little like funky. And so I'll just use that as like, "Ah, I'm starting my day. Okay, I am clean. I am clear. I am here to serve. I am here to experience joy and surprises today. Okay, great. And I kind of use the water to Mm -hmm. cleanse and purify. So yeah, that's another thing I do to kind of protect myself.
0: Yes, yes. So what I'm also really... I've just been so intrigued by my own self-reflection is kind of these standards versus expectations, you know, like Mm -hmm. now as women, like we're not girls anymore, even though, you know, we are always, you know, children because we're silly, Mm -hmm. but yeah, that's what's been so interesting for me where I'm like, okay, is this a standard, but is this like an expectation that I'm holding too high over their head? You know, there's some friends where I'm like, okay, well, they're just the way they are. And I love them. But then when is it like, okay, like that's not okay. Because that's been something, you know, throughout my life, I'm so open in accepting and forgiving. But then that's led me to like getting walked all over. Hmm. And so that it's been because it's funny, because with like, strangers and clients or people, I can discern pretty easily. But when it comes to friends I've been friends with for so long, I'm like, okay, where does like benefit of the doubt, compassion, understanding them come from? But then where does, no, that's just not okay. So it's just been this interesting, I mean, not that my friends are doing anything terrible, but it it Mm -hmm. is interesting evaluating that now with like my values and integrity as I'm like, I'm going to be 30 soon. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. Um, wait, was there was there a question in there
0: Nothing at all? <laughs> Sorry, I know I was like I totally just kind of went off.
1: No, um, I like it. I love listening. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, and I would love. I guess I would love to kind of hear your take on how you evaluate your like now that you are in your 30s, like your values and your standards and expectations for your friends now that we're not like in high school, college, we're adults and stuff. So Uh. it's been interesting for me to be like, are these standards that are becoming expectations? And like, are they too high? Or are these standards Mm -hmm. that are no, I deserve to have the standard in a friendship.
1: Yeah, that's such a great point. You know, are they standards? Or are they expectations that limit relationship yeah i've had to become more discerning and it feels really good to be honest (laughs) I, i feel like you know i've had to consciously end some friendships as i mentioned earlier and it was because the relationship was for a big reason and a big season And it was just time to part ways. And I didn't want to just like let it be how it was because that created some murkiness that didn't feel comfortable for either person. And I think especially as I'm stepping into, you know, marriage, as I'm stepping into eventually like becoming a mom, like I just feel more protective of my life. And I really want to be selective about who I allow really close. And that sounds a little savage, but it's more so, you know.
0: <laughs> like a primal mom with her gums, but not kind of,
1: <laughs> Like kind of, you yeah, know, because yeah. I think for too long, I have been someone who's just easy, you know, I'm easy peasy. And I feel like there's an energy with some people that they feel like they, they subconsciously take advantage of that Mm -hmm. and that's okay. I've allowed it, Um, but I'm just not there anymore. And so I think it actually makes my relationship stronger when I can express my needs, express and set boundaries. Um, Sometimes they don't need to be expressed. They can just be placed. Um, And then just get really clear about like what's in integrity for me Mm. and not worry so much about, and this is like very characteristic of my twenties and late teens is just being so worried about, okay, well, what's this person going to feel and say and think about me because I do that or say that. And when you hit your thirties, at least where I'm at, I... I care a lot less about that and I trust myself a lot more. And so I, for my friendships, I, I prioritize those people who respect my choices. They don't have to agree with me at all, but there has to be a mutual respect. There has to be a trust. There has to be an intimacy um, and just an unconditional love, Mm. you know, that doesn't mean you can't be real with me. I then can take that and either take it as my own truth or not take it. But I just feel as though we need to be very clear in our friendships as we get older, because Mm -hmm. I don't want to be like on the housewives when I'm 50 or 60 having like drama that doesn't need to be, happening because we have yet to heal that wound <laughs> that we dealt with when we were teenagers God. or we're addicted to gossip or drama it's like no 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 doesn't need to be yeah. like that. Oh my God.
0: no that is so funny but also I loved that point you said about getting really protective and honestly primal because that's I mean first of all that's how like we've in our dna that's how we've always been we've become like little softies almost letting just letting down our boundaries and being less compassionate towards ourselves yeah i just i just i love that point so much and i think what's also been really interesting especially during lockdown is i've actually created i've formed some of my closest long life friendships mm. to people that like i haven't even met like for instance Like, me and Andrea Alejandre, she's literally has become one of my dearest friends. And I've yet to meet her. It's just so funny how that works. And, you know, and then it's almost, oh my gosh, like how friendships are shifting, you know? I have a couple friends, you know, in LA and a couple friends at home, but oh my gosh, like my, like, it seems like growing up and you kind of are finding, you know, your your footing and your purpose, you're... French like because obviously your community is going to come to you the closer you get to yourself so it's interesting how I have these friends that are kind of not actually in the same city as me some of them not all of them but I don't know if that if that's similar to you or if that's happened to you throughout um
1: totally yeah I mean especially in this like day and age where there's such a community online, you know, you can find your people, truly. I always prefer in real life, but it's, you know, it's, it's funny, you know, even within the Almost 30 membership, I really feel a deep connection to the women in there. And I've met, I've run into many of them in real life, (laughs) by (laughs) chance, in, in the world, in my neighborhood. And it's, so funny that like when we meet there's just like a kindred spirit that you know we just we are kindred spirits and we it's like we've known each other forever and we're like hi oh my god you know like just have that like deep understanding of one another and I really love that and I think that's how you know you're doing it right online you know where you meet someone in person after you've been friends with them online and you're like oh yeah um, so yeah, I definitely think that's, that's possible. And it requires, you know, to your point of just being authentic, being yourself, you know, like that's really important for just the law of attraction. You will attract people who are attracted to you, your soul, your heart, your expression. And if you're trying to be something you're not, it could get a little weird.
0: Yeah. Totally. Oh my, that's so funny. A little funny. <laughs> <laughs> so final couple of, uh, couple of questions. I know mm-hmm. we're getting close to time. So what are you looking forward to as you evolve more into yourself, into your thirties, forties, fifties, sixties, what are you mm-hmm. looking forward to with uh, your friendships evolving as you evolve?
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to like just doing life with my friends, you know, mm-hmm. and whether it's, you know, having kids together and, you know, it takes a village. So like being the village to my friends as they have kids and them to me, as I have kids and I'm looking forward to, yeah, I'm just looking forward to advocating for myself within my friendships as I get older, because I think that's an amazing characteristic of a friendship or you can really just know what's best for you and do it and know that your friend's going to be like, I love that. I love that for you. I might not do it, but like, I love that for you. And so I'm excited to just keep practicing that. Mm. And I'm excited to just keep supporting my friends as they step into who they really are. You know, I, I'm out of that phase of feeling jealous. You know, I don't really experience jealousy that often. I haven't for years. Sometimes I'll have envy come in, but it's, it's purposeful and useful, but yeah, I don't get jealous. So I'm really excited to like, just see my friends, like create what they've been wanting to create and be who they've like always been and express themselves. I'm just, I can't wait to like, just be a cheerleader.
0: Mm, I love that. I know. And that's what I've also been really noticing in my twenties is honoring the friends that are genuinely happy for you and the friends that you know that will tell you their wins because they know that i will be genuinely happy for them and it's such an exciting exchange because i i'm that i i resonate with you on that too is like yeah like there is maybe a little bit of envy but i know that i'm freaking awesome. So I don't want to be anyone. Like, I don't want to be anybody. A hundred percent. It's nice to feel that now. Oh my gosh. Like if I could just go back to, to little Beavers. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly. So, okay. Final question. What could you tell our listeners? What is like, how could they be a friend to themselves mm. like starting today? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I would highly recommend like creating a very unique practice to you, especially in the morning where you can really connect with who you are, what you need, how you're feeling.
0: Mm.
1: Um, that could look like, oh my gosh, it could be so many things. It could be a celebration dance of like just being alive today, putting on like your favorite song in the morning, not looking at your phone, turning on the music and just like moving your body. It could be it could be uh, doing a mirror practice where you're brushing your teeth, doing your hair, doing your skin routine and just like lovingly gazing into your own eyes and checking in. How are you doing? What do you need? Um, it could be cooking yourself a nourishing meal. It could be journaling. It could be meditation. But it's this practice and consistency that helps you to, in a moment where you feel a little lost, a little disconnected, a little overwhelmed to be like, Hey, yeah. Hey, you,
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yourself,
1: you. like the soul, How, like, what is, what do you need? How are you? Okay. We're together. We got each other. Let's move forward knowing that we got each other. Let's move forward that We're going to come from a place of love and groundedness and being in our bodies. It's just, it's a practice. You got to work at it. You got to be consistent, but it's so, so worth it.
0: Mm. So amazing. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I'm feeling so, so good. This, oh. like, this made me so happy.
1: <laughs> You're so kind. Thank you for having me, babe. I had oh, so gosh. much fun and I'm excited to share this episode when it comes out. And I'm just so so proud of you. So thank oh, you.
0: Oh, thank you. No, honestly, thank you for it. Sounds so like corny, but thank you so much for like believing in me and having me be a part of the program. Cause yeah, again, like I told you, I've met some of my dearest friends and it it was so inspiring and it really just led me to hear it's a it's probably one of the best investments I've ever made not only like in my business but also like in myself and in my community so yes it's
1: an honor it's an honor to support you I'm proud of you thank you hello
0: hello listener thank you so so much for joining us I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did Lindsay is just such a freaking light and so full of love. I love her voice, so random, but I also just love her perspective. I I don't know. I just love everything about her and this conversation is just so magical. So again, if you haven't already, make sure to follow Embody Your Soul and dogyard Book Club wherever you get your podcasts and definitely make sure to leave a review because they are cute to me. And if you haven't already, again, make sure to follow me on Instagram at embodyyoursoul underscore. And if you'd like to book a reading with me, simply go to my website at embodyyoursoul.co. And if you would like to experience some more bookish love, make sure to follow me at dogeared.bookclub on Instagram and you will be updated on all the goods course, who am I kidding? Make sure to give Lindsay Simkick a follow on Instagram at Lindsay Simkick. Check out her and Krista's podcast, Almost 30. I swear it is so binge worthy. It is so incredible. I love these women to bits and pieces. And if you are interested and feel called to definitely check out their Almost 30 membership because it is so freaking gorgeous and oh my gosh there's just so much beautiful shit going on make sure to check out her program the sacredness of being single and the next time that starts so anyways you guys thank you so so much I cannot thank you enough for listening make sure to just do all the follows all the reviews whatever you're called to and please do not ever be afraid to dm me and let me know what you thought. Let me know your favorite part or just any insights you picked up on because they mean the world to me. So again, I love you guys, obsessed with you and I will see you next time.